Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Legendary Frogcast. I am your host, Joseph Blanchett, and with me is Dustin Watts. Hi guys. Uh, Jessica Roth. Hello. Hey, it's Jessica, or Jess, as we call her. Mm-hmm. Back from the dead, again. <laughs> and returning from our Iron Man 3 podcast, we have Toby. Hello, hello. Hey there. Um, we were going to have Rich Farrow on, but we discovered he doesn't have a lot to say about E3. And since our podcast is about E3, that's what um, we decided to bring Toby here. Because um, he says he's not a big video gamer, per se, but he has a lot to say about the um, the consoles, I suppose. So here he is. Yeah. I, yeah Whatever I, he can't say, I will. So. Yes. Um, I Like I said, I am not much of a gamer, but... I'm very interested in video game history, and I like to watch this stuff as it happens. And the Xbox thing, uh, without you know, getting too much into what we're going to discuss later, is it's a glorious train wreck you can't take your eyes off of. It, it's, yeah, like, this is a pretty important E3, because we're transitioning into the next generation. And um, there's some very different opinions of what that means to these different companies. So um so I, I think this is a pretty good E3 overall. Very impressive um, it, on all sides, really. It was fascinating to watch. Yeah. It was entertaining. <clears throat> I mean, compared to like the past couple years, this is this is definitely a good E3. Yeah, this has been the most interesting E3 in the last two or three years. The other ones I didn't pay any attention to. The uh, this one I actually scheduled my uh, my work breaks and lunch breaks. Everything I had around the conferences because it was getting crazy hmm. um i watched the ubisoft one and the sony one i had to miss the other ones because i was at work i watched the i watched a bit of the microsoft a bit of the ubisoft uh most of the sony and all of the Nintendo. i think i got the most retweets in my entire life during the ubisoft and sony conference <laughs> so I, I i guess i was making some good comments during the shows um, so let's start at the beginning with um, Microsoft. They revealed their Xbox One console a few weeks before, um, and there's there's been a lot of buzz around it, rumors about always online um, connections, having like no use games, um, having a connect required, and and all that for the most part was pretty much true when they like during the C3 um, a press conference. Yep. I so, mean. the facts with this with, with the Xbox One, it requires a internet connection. Um, if you lose your internet, you do have 24 hours to either reconnect or call in with a, a phone. Um, you know, to allow you to play the games, which ultimately that's a pretty good workaround if you ask me. Like, you can call in with a phone. Um, it. Like I said, it does require internet. Uh, use games, it's still kind of confusing what they mean, but I don't think they're really going to allow use game sales unless you pay a fee for it. Um, it, it. It's up to the publishers, though, if they allow that. And you can trade a game to a friend, like, once. That's it, and you can't give it back. Or you might be able to give it back, but after that, you can't trade it again. And um, they just love the customer, don't they? <laughs> They really just. Microsoft has been just a patron saint of customer support. 
Seriously. Uh, speak, speaking of customer support, one of the uh, things that I saw yesterday was uh, apparently if your Xbox Live account gets banned, you forfeit the licenses to any games you have tied to it. Meaning, if you get banned from Xbox Live, you can't play any games on your Xbox One. Um, that's, well, if you got banned, it was either A, because you're being a jerk, and you might deserve it, but that's no reason to get rid of your entire game library. Yeah, um, you know, because even assholes can spend money on video games. Yeah, and, and plus it could have been a mistake, and that's be really annoying if your account gets hacked or something, and then you you get it back, but then you can't play any of your games because they think you're a hacker. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's pretty bad, but that, that's kind of part of the course for some of these online only games too um but now it's the entire console mm-hmm. uh, one really cool thing about the xbox one is is it's all digital um you, when you buy a disc it's literally just a install method to play the game on the hard drive you can throw the disc away after that point you don't need you don't need it ever again and you, there's no point in having it well they, they they do have methods to share games it's just really restrictive and, and that's not a that's not a bad thing, you know. PC's been doing that for years. Yeah, but oh, that, that basically is the PC now for the that, past that, six years. It it really is kind of the only major plus to come out of the uh, Xbox One release that I saw anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, another negative, just kind of to go back and forth. Uh, if you buy an American Xbox One, you cannot play it anywhere but America. Yep. So if you take Why it, why would you on, want to play it anywhere but America? Imports. Oh, no, I, I mean, but if you go on vacation, you want to bring your Xbox, you can't play it. And the, the like the number one thing I keep hearing about is um, soldiers overseas, and I did read that they are working out those things for those situations. But yeah, if you if you bring your well, I don't know about Hawaii, since technically that's the U.S., but I was saying, well, like, what if you take your Xbox to Hawaii or Jamaica or, or somewhere on vacation? It's like, will you... Take will it you, to England. Yeah, even England. Um, it's like Canada. Like, will you be able to play your Xbox One? You're saying and, no, but... And Microsoft's suggestion... Go, their but, suggestion to this was just buy an Xbox 360 for travel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give us more money for our mistakes. Oh, and... Oh, and if you don't happen to be in any of the launch companies, in, on any of the launch countries when they launch, oh, well, nope, can't, can't play Xbox One. I mean, that's kind of a necessary evil for their DRM thing, really. Um, I, I have to imagine that some of these may not make it. Like some of these things, like, you know, if you take a vacation to Canada, you can't play your Xbox. The problem like, is... I actually... Uh... I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to backtrack to the uh, the comment you made earlier, actually, about the uh, comparing Microsoft to the PC. Uh, I think that you know that's that is what they're trying to head for. But the big reason that a lot of these DRM, you know, even you know, region locking to an extent, which you know, you can't really region lock a PC, but you know what I'm saying—the restrictions that they put on PC games, where you know you have the one copy and that's it. You know, like, for example, I can't even, you know, we can't even have the same copy of The Sims 3 on my PC and my sister's PC. Yeah. And then the difference between, the, the difference between you know, doing that on the PC and doing that on a console is with a PC, at least there are still, you know, things you can do with that game. I could upgrade my graphics card and, or, and my processor or any number of things in my computer 
And, you know, not only could the game play better, but on top of that, you know, it could handle, you know, new things that other people that third parties have have made for it, you know, where Microsoft will ban me for using these third party things. Yeah, but the problem is... There is a difference between PC and consoles. Is PCs that kind of expect you to... If you upgrade you to, your computer too much, boom, it doesn't count as the old PC and you've lost your license. So that's true. That's, that's um, something that was really hardcore for a while, like PC license, uh, licensing, but that's been been um, not much of an issue lately, from what I understand. Like, people realized the, the problems and they fixed it. And... Uh, exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking about the Xbox One right now. Like, it, it is a new thing for everybody. Um, Microsoft is trying to set some standards, and I think it's just going to take time to find the right balance. Like, I personally think that digital, uh, always online stuff is the future of, of, of this stuff. But right now, it's just very anti-consumer, the way it, the way they're presenting it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, I, kind of um, that, it's that whole wall garden. Thing that's been going that's been kind of the thing like well apple kind of started it but then microsoft really got into it like windows 8 you know what i'm talking I, about i i saw uh nash uh bozard over you today i was looking at his twitter and he i think put it best this the xbox one is the console that microsoft wanted it's not the one right. they thought consumers would want but it's the one they wanted because they want they basically just they want as much control as they can have and to take it from the consumer because they think that that's the best business model and they're wrong at the moment absolutely wrong you know and I, i don't think there's really any at the moment about it you know unless it got to the point where people were you know the only at the only advantages there are to controlling something like that you know, is to is to reduce the sale of third party games, which would you know, are you know third party sales of these games, which would work out better for the gaming industry. But it's not like the industry is really making anything that's that amazing in the first place. You know, most of these, especially you know, Xbox games. You know, and I'm not, it's not just Xbox; it's it's all of them. But they release a game that's not even really finished, and then you have to update it six or seven times. Before, you know, by the time you've beaten the game, they've fixed a bunch of crap that you had issues with. Um, when One game I can think about recently that came out, well, I guess it was last year, but Assassin's Creed 3 just flat out had just really buggy sections and things that weren't tuned right. And um, and they and they put out a patch, like, weeks after the game came out. Like, almost everyone who was, who was interested in the game has already beaten it by then and not like it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and they should, you know, rather than, you know, try to keep us from reselling the game, they should just make a not crap game so that we want to keep it on our shelves. Um, and DLC is, is the way, like, one of the major ways to do that. Like, I kept Mass Effect 2 and 3 for, like, you know, all the DLC. Um, I, I'm playing it on PC, but, like, uh, Bioshock Infinite is going to have DLC. I'm going to make sure to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Borderlands 2 has some fantastic DLC. There, That's another great example of yeah um and like skyrim and that Elders has always had pretty good dlc you know most of those games though um are better on pc oh yeah oh yeah like i got by like um, i had a chance to get bioshock infinite for xbox is like nope this is a pc game i'm getting this on pc yeah i had more fun like the, the first borderlands i didn't even finish 
because it was all right that I was playing it on it. Oh, as a matter of fact, I actually have a fun story time. I just remembered because of, of Microsoft. Uh, I'll get right to that, though, you know, but I didn't enjoy Borderlands on the Xbox. I was just like, this is okay. You know, this is all right. This isn't everything that everyone ever said it would be. And uh, my boyfriend liked Borderlands so much that, you know, we, we both pre-ordered Borderlands 2 because he had, you know, completely sold me on We had been to PAX, and the line just to try out Borderlands 2 was four hours long at any given time. So I was like, well, let's, let's give this another try. We built our PCs. I started playing it on the PC, and I haven't looked back. You know, Borderlands 2 has ended up being one of my favorite games, and I think it had a lot to do with the fact that it just doesn't really play well on, uh, on the Xbox. But speaking of Xbox, uh, I attended PAX this year for the second time, and this PAX East, uh, first off, fantastic time. You know, if you guys ever get a chance to go, definitely go to PAX East. It's incredible. I mean, it, it's unlike any experience I've ever had, and it was well worth the second year. It's the people's E3. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Definitely. It's, it's so amazing. I cannot tell you how many fantastic people we met, how many you know, amazing games we tried out. We played, you know, we had played Neverwinter the year before, and then this year we played it again, and it was just amazing. And, you know, but we got to try out a lot of things. You know, the companies were there, and they were there strong. You know, they had very very strong customer service you know everyone wanted to talk to you about their games you know they, they weren't you know really they were obviously trying to sell these things to us but they weren't you know there wasn't the pressure of making an actual sale so they were really just talking it was like watching someone talk passionately about their child you know well, we like met a, a lot of because well, like at, at, at e3 like when people are giving demos the game they're giving it to a to a um to a uh, Game uh, to a uh, journalist, sorry. Gaming yeah. press and, and, and they're um, investors and stuff. They're like trying that. to sell it to a journalist so they can write a good art, a, a good article about it, so they can get good press about it. But at oh. a place like PAX, like they're trying to sell it to the person in front of them because they're a fan of the game. And it's and you know what? It, it makes it a really good show. You know, yeah. we got yeah. I can't tell you how incredible Gearbox was to all of their fans at PAX. They were amazing. I got to meet Randy Pitchford. He is a saint. I, you know, I, I would trust that man with my life. And that's but not anyway, bad mouthing all the presenters at, at E3 because they work their butt offs and all that stuff. Oh, absolutely not. You know, I wouldn't bad mouth anyone at E3. Even yeah. at PAX, you can tell there's a lot of work that goes into yeah. this. It, it's just a different environment. Yeah. However, you know, at, uh, I will point out that when I went to the Microsoft booth to try out Gears of War, uh, this the last new one that came out, I can't even remember the name because this, this Here's event. Here's War Cashin, yeah. Yeah, whichever it was. Uh, we wa I wanted to try it out because I had been interested in, uh, in Gears of War. And I went up there. I convinced, you know, my boyfriend who didn't like Microsoft or the Xbox in the first place to come play this game with me. You know, we, we wanted to, I wanted to try it. And we sat, we stood in line for 30 minutes we get to the kiosks and the Xbox fails. My Xbox boots me out of the, the LAN and I have no idea how to get back in because I need a password. So I sit there with my hands in the air, just kind of trying to get somebody's attention so I could get, on, get in on this game before they start it. And 15 minutes later, they finally walk over and they ask me what the problem is. 
And whenever I tell them that their that the system booted me out and I didn't have the password for their land, so I wasn't going to be able to get in, they were just like, "Oh, okay," and walked away. Hmm. Yeah. And that's not the same experience you, you had at the other booths. Absolutely not. You know, and if that's what Microsoft wants to bring to the table, you know, it honestly, I, I haven't touched. I, I don't know. I, I think the only reason I'm even paying for Xbox Live anymore is because it's too much of a hassle to cancel it because you'll they'll say it's canceled. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there. Now, um, that story, uh, that's that's definitely this one. Ex- I, I get it's hard to know who to pin that on. Like, but but yeah, that it definitely doesn't sound good. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, to me, it just seemed like that was because, like I said, every other booth there, even, you know, like these little five people companies were, you know, well, especially them were just, you know, really there to talk to you, to answer your questions. We went over to, uh, we went to Bethesda's booth, you know, and and they don't have to give a damn about anybody. They really don't. I mean, look at what they've done. I mean, they're rolling in money at this point. Same with Nintendo. They didn't have to be nice to anybody. You know, they could have just told us we were all awful people and, you know, scooted us into our Elder Scrolls Online demos. No one would have cared. And they were amazing. They were fantastic. You know, I had an issue with something they gave us and they immediately, you know, got me a new one. They, you know, made sure we were in for the beta. They were really, you know, again, this is a company that, you know, had no stake in us. Gearbox, you know, could have just let us go because they're already rolling in theirs and Sega's money, apparently. And make that story worse, like uh, Gears of War Judgment just seemed like the most unnecessary thing it was. in a while. It's it like, we, we don't need another Gears of War game. But apparently we do. It's like, not this soon after the other one. Um, yeah, so I, I think our opinions on the Xbox One as a as a business model aren't very positive. Nope. No. Um, as as a console, there's really nothing wrong with it. it it's just, you know, really restrictive. Yep. Yeah. And it just... What? They're they're hyping the heck out of that Skype connectivity, aren't they? Yeah, they're uh, they're pushing um like in-app stuff. I think more than the other ones, um, like using Skype and, and all that stuff. And, but to me, it's like if I want to play a game, I don't. I'm not going to call anyone on Skype. You know. That's, you know, and it's funny because. And if I do, my computer's right here. Exactly. And what's funny is that's actually what initially turned me off of the PlayStation 4 because they were like, you can stream. And I was like, I don't care. If I play a video game, I want to watch my The stream is kind of neat depending on what you're doing. Like, if you're, I've, seen if, some, I've seen some funny and some interesting streams, but I really don't want or like see. If you're, like if you're um, playing like Street Fighter or something or like a fighting game or a Call of Duty and you just, and you just want your friends to watch you play or whatever, I mean, that, I, mean I, can see, I can see value in that. I have um, a hard time seeing it. You know, I just I don't know if it's that's for different, different people. Just yeah. like the Skype thing, some someone's gonna have use for that, I'm sure. And Someone and like Microsoft it. bought Skype, so they bless you. Oh, I'm sorry. Which Microsoft is, bought Skype, so you know. Yeah. They're, they're, Which they is very. Uh, wait, I have a very funny thing that, that happened because of that. Because okay, Microsoft, Microsoft, no. Skype bought Microsoft, and actually pushed out the first. Linux client update in two years. That's uh, I, I find that I just find that. All right, Microsoft isn't evil. There we no, go. No, Microsoft just did some. <laughs> somebody, I guess Microsoft just told. Apparently, it's been in the pipe for a while. Microsoft just told them, Jesus, guys, put it out already. <laughs> even they're even even they were like, 
Jeez. It's, um, well, let's talk about some of the games that were at the Microsoft conference. Um, I, I didn't watch it, so probably don't have a lot to say, but uh, Titanfall is the big game from Respawn's Entertainment. It's, like, it's their first game. These are basically the ex-Modern uh, Warfare 1 guys and 2, um, making a brand-new IP called Titanfall. It's a, it's a third-person multiplayer shooter with giant mechs. Um, it's right. a multiplayer-only game, and it looks really good. Um, it's just multiplayer-only shooter really isn't my thing. Um, isn't that though? Is isn't that also a um? Isn't that cross-platform though? Like it's not even Xbox exclusive. I, I think I think it's just from what I understand, it's Xbox One and PC. So it's going to be a PC game. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I did read that it's using the online and cloud functionality, um, to do like processing behind the scenes in the cloud. So it'll be it'll actually be able to do more than what the system's capable of. Um, so it's kind of a new way people are using cloud computing. Um, it's for stuff like that. Um, we got Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain. Which, I'm um, not going to lie. That, you know, I felt when I first heard about it, I thought it was the dump. Like, really, they, you know, it, it was just another example of, this is going to be the last one, and then just kidding. You know, and... But it looks awesome. It does look like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It's an it's a open-world... Metal Gear Solid game. I got a big Assassin's Creed vibe from it. I, you know, that's kind of a, actually a big thing that all the companies seem to be doing is the open world. The best open world game seems to be like a keyword that every single company seemed to hit. It's a buzzword. Yeah, there's yeah. what I was thinking. Well, I mean, it is a game. It is a gameplay style. Like it has a kind of different thing to it. Um, oh. oh. Oh, one thing about open world, though, is like games like Assassin's Creed, Creed uh, Three, mostly. It's like the the world to me didn't matter at all. I just wanted to get to the objective. So if they can make the world interesting, then that's good. Um, that's it is, actually one thing that did kind of bother me about the game. They were like open world, and I was like, this is an espionage game. I'd actually kind of like to know where my boundaries are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be riding my horse somewhere and then oh shit. You do have yeah. horse still. <laughs> Uh, be very quiet. So um, it is a it, it is another prequel. It is Big Boss, um, which I wasn't aware of. Yeah, and um, which is why we probably which is weird because we don't have a David Hitler. Hitler. David Hitler. David. I think your true colors this came out, or your opinions on David David Hater. No, David Hater. Um, it is really weird that David Hater is not Snake. Like I don't know the back what like the. Inside baseball for this one, but what the uh, hell, key, guys? Key for Sutherland um, is Snake in this one, or uh, Big Boss. Uh, I'd like to maybe uh, we'll see how it comes out. I mean, it's probably fine, but Snake is just one of those iconic voices. <laughs> like you don't recast Snake, and they did. Um, but I, I maybe really they're trying, but maybe they're trying to break out and do something new, which is oh, it's weird. I mean. Uh, like, I don't know. They're doing an awful lot of new things at once, though. You know it's Kojima. I mean? It's just one of those fanboy things. It's like, David Hayter is Snake. Yeah. Um, it's Kojima. He's going to try something new, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I, really, I mean, Kojima doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Kojima don't... 
is to, to pardon my language, Kojima don't give up. And it, it's funny because it's not even, you know, and it's not out of hate for the fans. He's just crazy. You know, <laughs> this guy yeah. actually once told someone in an interview that his competition should just get a new job. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> uh, Which is why I said it like that, because it's that strong. He's he's crazy. I, if I uh, got in a knife fight with Kojima, I wouldn't expect to get out of it. I watched a um, like a fifteen minute uh, trailer for this game, and um, like Ocelot's in it. He's a little older. Um, the original Master Miller seems to be in it, like the like the non liquid snake version. Uh, a few other characters. Um, it seems yeah. to be setting up um, like Outer Heaven and all that, all this stuff. We've got this new uh, sniper who I am going to call now. I will see 10 cosplays of within the next two months. You know, so there's quiet. You don't make, you don't, you don't take sucker bets like that. No, no, I'm calling 10. I'm calling 10 at the least, at the least within two months. Toby said he, um, it's raining really hard where he is. So um, he's not going to be with us for the rest of the podcast. So we did not murder him in case you're wondering. Well, he, I mean, he, he may come back, but it, may come it, back. Um, they had a, a teaser for a new Halo. I assume it's Halo Five, but uh, uh, hey, uh, keep hearing Halo Four is good, but it's not. It wasn't really new at all, but it's we'll it's 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 joined the likes of they're playing it safe. Modern Warfare. I mean, you're gonna see a Modern Warfare. You're gonna see a Call of Duty, and you're gonna see a Halo. It's gonna it's. It's like it's a machine now. I think Halo Four, you know, is is obviously like a, a non bungee game. I think they proved they can make a Halo game, but they played it safe, and we'll see if they do something like really interesting with with Halo in this next game. So we'll see now, about that. Now this next one is one I have been waiting for for quite some time, and I really, really hope they don't screw it up. The the developer of Killer Instinct, the new one. Um, really seems passionate about the project, so I, I have a feeling it's going to be good. Um, it, it has a kind of a new, pr- kind of um, pricing structure with it. Um, it, it is going to be a full retail product, they said, but there it, it's going to be free to play. Um, I, I, I'm worried. Also, did anyone notice how they had that poor woman flailing around? Oh, oh during the. Uh, Demo. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's kind of another uh, controversy on the show. The guys making yeah, jokes. that was you know that was a lot of that was way way over the top. I was agitated on a completely different level there. The yeah, fighting I mean, game, like the like the fighting game scene is kind of known for bad stuff like that. And it's, it's really, but still, it's really you know, putting on your main oh, no, that, stage. That's not an excuse or anything. I'm just saying it's really embarrassing that yeah. that stuff is acceptable. Um, yeah, so. It, it will be a free-to-play title where they give you, at least they're saying, one character completely free, the entire game with one character. And you can buy characters on top of that. Um, but at the same time, you can buy it as a full product and get everything. So we'll see how that works out. Oh, that's um, oh, that's going to be fun. I hope, they, I hope they bring Riptor back. He was the dinosaur one. Yeah. And we have a Quantum Break. It's from the Alan Wake guys. I everyone don't know much about it, but um, I've been I mean I actually bought Alan Wake a while back, but I found out my computer can't run it, so uh, 
Uh, Good game. Um, they did say that Alan Wake was successful enough over the years to make a sequel, but they also had to make a game. So, so uh, a Quantum Break is there in between for the next Alan Wake. Um, I put Saints Row 4 here because Saints Row 4 is crazy. Crazy nuts. You know, Saints- I never even played a Saints Row game, but all I know is they are absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this, this series... Went, okay, it started out serious, then slowly, but it's, the second one kind of creeped in, the, the kind of crazy stuff kind of creeped in slowly but surely. By the third game, it was all out insanity. I mean, just think of the Fast and Furious movies, how those went from kind of standard to crazy, but then add in Aliens. And that's what Saints Row 4 is. Oh, no, no, you, you're forgetting the one thing everyone talks about. America? No, the dildo bat. Well, that's, oh. a, that's a something crazy. <laughs> you, oh. you can beat down people with a giant purple floppy dildo. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, by Saints Row the Third, they were like, you know, we have, we just can't be another GTA clone again. Um, let's so, just go crazy with it. And GTA, uh, not GTA, uh, Saints Row the Third is just, just wacky in all the right ways. So. Hopefully Saints Row 4 is this is good. There a certain a certain 70s and 80s actor shows up <laughs> and yeah. it's like glorious. David Hasselhoff? Better. Close. No, there's nothing better than David Hasselhoff, so. Burt Reynolds is the mayor of Burt Reynolds. Okay, I was wrong. And See? uh and uh and he becomes like part of your posse and helps you fight zombies. Holy crap, why haven't I played this game? I'd love to <laughs> Posse up with Burt Reynolds. Yep. I mean, uh, Saints Row 4, um, Keith David is the vice president. So that's that's insane. Sold. Not uh, an act. It, he's not playing a character. It is literally Burt Reynolds and Keith David. That's amazing. That's almost as good as when they cast George Takei as the Emperor of Japan in Red Alert. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, the EA press conference I won't really talk about. They announced a new Battlefield, a new uh, Star Wars Battlefront, which is cool. Uh, no, uh, no. Mirror, a, like uh, mirrors, so. It's what? nice to see Star Wars getting some... Yeah, from what I understand, um, a Battlefront is a is a good series, so you're going to do another one of those. A uh, Mirror's Edge reboot. Looks awesome. Which is kind of weird that it's a reboot, but, um, you know, whatever. I'll take it. You know, I would, I would happily take another Mirror's Edge game, because the that one was so good. I just hope this time they don't do the weird animation cut-ins, because that looked like some insurance bullcrap. And, and of course, the best game ever made is finally getting the best sequel ever made. Peggle 2! The Peggling. Even though there's been like eight different Peggle games. I know. We're uh, finally on to Peggle 2, guys. Uh, I think they also showed um like Plant vs. Zombies, um, Garden Warfare. That looked pretty cool. Uh, you know, I actually thought that one looked pretty neat. Okay. I, like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you this one. That they made a good buy with PopCap. Yeah, because I... It's funny, cause I didn't want to touch... I had a really, really agitating uh, experience with PopCap a couple of years ago at a convention where they decided to cut my panel completely because they wanted their panel to run longer. And, yeah wasn't happy about that. So I didn't touch anything that PopCap had anything to do with for a long time. 
and then my boyfriend got me Plants vs. Zombies for Christmas one year. And, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that and was it. I was like, oh. One, one week later. One where the hell did my time go? Um, I don't think that is a a, a pop cap game, but um, I think they are working on uh, Plants vs Zombies too. Okay, let's see here. Ubisoft. Um, I watched that conference. Not, not a whole bunch to talk about here, but uh, we got Rayman Legends. Looks really cool. Rayman Legends looks pretty freaking awesome. I mean, like, Rayman Origins was my type of platformer, so. I hope that. that it's good. I hope it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Rayman games have been around forever. So, you know, if they're consistently good, it might soothe the heartache of the fact that the Sonic games have gone to crap. I mean, like, uh, uh, Rayman Origins filled my Donkey Kong Country um, platformer itch way more than Gaunt- than uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns did. So, speaking a lot towards it. Uh, we have uh, Watch Dogs, which continues to look like really interesting. Um, South Park, which looks a lot like the show. <laughs> almost eerily so. So finally, we're going to have a good South Park game, it looks like. Don't hold your breath. I'm uh, not... I mean, it looks solid. I mean, it's like a kind of an RPG-ish adventure game thing. So, and and they like the creators of the show are like writing it and stuff. So, it's probably fine. Um, we have Assassin's Creed Four, which I'm Black, surprised exists. Black in that Black Flag. That's Black Flag, right? Yeah, but Black Flag looks awesome. Okay, I, I'm actually okay. not surprised it's, it exists. It's, it's Assassin's but. Creed with pirates. Yep. I'm I. Told. Yeah, that that was the thing for me. Like, it, it's funny because they put it in America, and I was like, "Man, the heck with this!" And then they were like, "Black flag," and I was like, "Tell me more, please." Well, I mean, like the 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 uh, boat stuff was like the best part of Assassin's Creed Three. Um, well, they expanded that. So if they make a, a game like that and make it like with the vibe of like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's like sure. I'm Speaking on, I'm of on Assassin's Creed, uh, you guys, how do you guys feel about the movie? that's going to be, or that's in production, or maybe... I'm production. indifferent to it. It's probably going to be not very good, but... I don't know. I don't it's, know. They, they've, it's got to they, be better... Th- it's got to be better than the last Ubisoft-fronted movie. What was that? The, uh, Prince of Persia. Oh, Prince of Persia? We don't talk bad about Prince of Persia in my house, Dustin. We do I mean, not talk bad about Prince of Persia wasn't bad. It, it, was, it, it was pretty it was, fun. I, I'm not saying Dustin? that was a bad movie. Dustin? I'm not, I'm not you talking about... You don't want to go here. You don't want to go here. Yeah, and Prince of Persia well, was maybe not the best, you know, representation of a Prince of Persia movie, but it was, it was okay. Yeah. Consider, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, consider for a moment the fact that, yeah, they, they've confirmed that Michael Fassbender is on board uh, for this movie, for this Assassin's Creed movie. And I don't know if uh, you guys are big fans of the Fassy Bassy, but I think this could be pretty good. <laughs> Listen, who isn't? I mean, seriously, look at a guy. Um. Um, how they talked about like what 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 a uh, time period it, it's set in? Uh, Black Flag or, or oh, you mean the movie? Yeah, the movie. No, they they pretty much were like, hey, we're making an Assassin's Creed movie, and I went, uh, and then they said, and Michael Fassbender's gonna be in it, and I went, hooray! Oh, do you and think it's gonna cool. be Ezio? Because that's been like the the most defined character. I I would be okay with it being with Ezio as long as it isn't set in the present, because if if they decide that he's it's going to be Desmond. I'm going to be really, really upset. 
I'm going to, because, I mean, the guy is just made for period pieces. He has done more period pieces than Tampax at this point. I mean, he is amazing when it comes to those things. They really don't need to be throwing him in a modern setting and saying, okay, here you go. Yeah, like, it's going to be interesting to see how that's, like, Assassin's Creed is in, is in a movie setting um, because of, of the two-time period thing. Yeah, well... We'll see. We'll we'll definitely see. Now, I think it has the, you know, especially because I loved, absolutely loved the Prince of Persia, Dustin. And, uh... I wouldn't say anything bad. I'm just saying it was kind of... I, I, I wouldn't I, say it's the best I, video game movie ever made, but it's definitely not the worst. No, Super Mario Brothers is the best video game movie ever made, but we're getting off track. Yeah, no, 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 I'm with you on that one. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, as long as we're in agree, it, okay, we're, we're walking away from this saying that Ubisoft had a had a decent presentation. Uh, they had this rating, or an, another Rabbids game apparently is coming out. Well, no, uh, see, no, no, that's a um a Rabbids TV show with interactive game elements. If you watch it on your Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, I think we should just mm-hmm. forget that ever happened and replace it with our movie talk because I think that's more interesting at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it's just a little like you can throw eggs at people. When they're having an egg fight, so oh, like that. It, looked, it looked really dumb. Oh for, wow! Uh, I mean, it's probably okay for kids yeah. watching it, but um. Oh look, it's another Tom Clancy game! Hooray! Well, this one, you know, the division looks interesting. Um, yeah, just, I'm sorry that that name, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy is just a name at this point, but I mean, yeah. it, it looks like a one of those. It's a um, kind of MMO MMOish style game, like consistent world. Not really consistent world, but you know, a Tom big world with a lot of people playing. Um, remind me a little bit of Watch Dogs. The people playing it were really boring. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's I don't know if I'm really interested in it, but uh, the um, they they try to be funny during these Ubisoft presentations, and they yeah, <laughs> the Ubisoft presentations are funny, but not nowhere near the way they intend. Do you see the the uh, the um a lady presenting um doing the presentation? She was like nine feet tall. It was crazy. And she had a shirt that said "Ladywood." Yeah. What's wrong with nine feet tall women? It was just, it was weird because like these no. the, uh, these uh, guys would walk up, say, "Here's my game," and it was like <laughs> they're like midgets compared to her. It's just funny. She's like, "Your game's okay." <laughs> no, no, she loved all of them. Oh. See, um, yeah. she's a tall woman with a big heart. You should feel ashamed of yourself for making fun of her. Yep, sorry, I'm not, Amazon. Um, we're, 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 we are not making fun of your height. I'm just <laughs> making fun of your shirt. <laughs> Ladywood is a pretty fantastic thing to have on a shirt. Uh, I mean... <laughs> all over your shirt? Okay, moving on. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. You know, we're... Moving well, on to Sony. Oh, yes. my God, Sony. Sony. The, the American... It's funny that they're America's sweetheart, even though they're a Japanese company. It, it, it was a pretty good console, um, console um, presentation, conference. press I mean, conference. Um, but then at the very end, they just killed it. I mean, they really. I, you know, at first I was like, oh, Sony, what are they going to do? Yeah, they were like, oh, Arkham Origins. And I was like, great. And then they were like, hey, Final Fantasy XV. And I was like, ooh, another one. And then Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, the interesting thing about Final Fantasy is it was versus 13, and they changed it and all that. And it looks awesome. It does look amazing. You know, but yeah. I was, I, I'm having a hard time. I've had a hard time being excited about a Final Fantasy since 12, because 12 was a lot of things that, that uh, a lot of things were promised that I did not get to see. Uh, same with 13. You know, 13, I looked, I 
put a lot of my heart into and then it ended up being you know all i it was funny because i I felt really bad because i i would just forget you know like i i remember when i first picked up the game i was so into it i was so you know ready to play it and i you know i cried when when hope's mom died and it's not a spoiler it happens in the first five minutes of the game and you know it I mean, I just got so upset about all these things that happened in the game. Next day, I went to work, came home, and I realized that I had not thought at all about anything that was going on in the game. The characters had me that detached. I just, you know, I thought that I would love these characters the way I love the characters in 10 and 9 and 7 and 5, and I just, it didn't happen. Yeah. So. Actually, actually, really ended up liking a lot of 13 story-wise, but I agree with you for the most part. I thought yeah, they were building. I thought they were building an interesting world. They just didn't put interesting people in it. I think that the characters could have been more interesting. I think a lot of stuff in that in the game was pretty good. You know, but I, we're getting off track. Yeah, this is about thirteen. We we have three we podcasts have, devoted to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, so let's. Get you can back. be in our. You can be on our Lightning Returns podcast. I'd rather not. <laughs> Lightning is probably the most uninteresting character I've ever seen. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, she is just, you know, they, they put Cloud in a pink wig and said, go get him. <laughs> um, yeah. It's pretty obvious why they put a 15 on this, because making a versus 13 just seemed ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I mean, plus, it, it really... plus I think they're trying to get away from 13. Well, I, I don't think they are because they made so many sequels, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, you just really trying to milk 13 for all it's worth. But yeah, they, like the reason they're making these 13 games is because they didn't have a Final Fantasy 15. Um, so so they, they needed something. It, uh, they did have a Final Fantasy 14, but it sucked at first. Now they have it again. Yeah, they have it twice. Yeah, I um, actually had someone at work get it really excited to me about being accepted into the beta of Final Fantasy 14. I was like, you know, you're the first person who's actually been excited about this. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know how the new game plays, but it's probably nothing that interesting. So um, Final Fantasy 15 looks, yeah, you know, I didn't want to watch anything on it or really get too involved in it. Because, again, you know, I put my heart and soul into 12 and 13 and got it broken. So I you know, just didn't want much to do with it. But this gameplay looks awesome. Yeah, and, like, I don't really know about the about the characters in the setting yet. But um, for Versus 13, it was the director of Kingdom Hearts. So it has a very action RPG feel to it. Oh, Namora so, did this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, you know, this was announced in 2006, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he moved... So that's why he wasn't making Kingdom Hearts 3, because he was working on Versus 13. So we're getting both at the same time. Yeah, and, and, and Kingdom Hearts 3 was kind of the surprise from them. Oh, God. Kingdom um, Hearts 3. It's actually not a very good trailer. <laughs> What's cool. funny is the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer doesn't give a shit. You know, it's like, oh, look, Sora's surfing on the Heartless. But it's all I need. It's yeah. all I need. You know, like the trailer is just literally a tech demo. Well, <laughs> it's basically telling you that, yes, there's going to be a Kingdom Hearts 3. Finally. That's, and that's really all I want. You know, like, I, I mean, when I when I heard the music, I was like, oh, awesome. We're just going to get, you know, we're going to get another. And then I was like, well, wait a second. No, this is going to be on the PS4. No way. <laughs> no. No. Oh, my God. Oh, You're thinking it's like oh, Kingdom Hearts Vita. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's it going to be this time? Yeah, you know, what? What? how many times am I going to have to replay Kingdom Hearts 1? Yeah. And... What, what, what other 
side story or plot point are they going to cover this time? Well, yeah, the, seriously. Well, thing is, in a in a dewdrop, dewdrop, dream, dream drop, drop distance. distance. I don't know why I call it dewdrop. Um, dewdrop. They, they like the entire thing is setting up for the finale. So. Yeah, and I need to I need to play that game because I I wanted to, and then I saw the Tron designs and decided I didn't want to anymore. So. I think I need to just get past the fact that, you know, in a world where skin-tight pants are the norm, here are Riku and Sora who have, still have thighs, you know, that are four times as large as everybody else. Um, but we're, we're getting off the point here. Kingdom Hearts 3, I have not cried over an announcement in that long. It I, need to, I need to replay those first two games. Um, it, it, and also, uh, Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3 are multi-platform, so they will be coming out for the Xbox One. Um, we had a big gameplay demo of um, Destiny, which um, seemed very Borderlandish mixed with Halo. That's probably pretty good. Hey, it's Bungie. Yep. It's like really interesting looking world. Um, Bungie gets a... Bungie, honestly, as a company, they get a free pass at least. You know? They're one of those uh, companies that have... Despite... Despite various things, they've proven they can make really good games. Yeah, Beyond Two Souls, um, starring Ellen Page. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, it's, it was that Ellen Page? Is, is she actually yeah. a mocap for that? Okay. Because yeah. when I saw it, I was like, what's Ellen Page doing in a video game? Willem Dafoe's in it, too. Really? Yeah. What's interesting about this game is when they revealed it, it was... um. Um, she was bald for one in the game and she was like being um, interrogated and she had like psychic ghost powers and then when they showed it this time she's like in a a training camp in like um, Afghanistan or something so I'm wondering how how those two relate to each other it sounds like someone went back and changed the story no it's probably the same story like beyond two souls so you know maybe there's two different people or something but yeah we'll see um the Order had a really cool trailer. It was like steampunk shooter werewolf thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, um, Infamous, New Infamous, Killzone, New Killzone, and there's a Mad Max game. Like, well, and, and I pretty much went, wait, what? <laughs> Why? Uh-huh. Apparently unrelated to the reboot movie they're doing, so. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Sony dropped all their bombshells saying... Hey, we're keeping things the same. You can trade games whenever you want to. No, no. That, that video, okay. I mean. That, that, <laughs> that educate, that uh, used game instructional video. That's, that's, a, that's beautiful. A, Apparently that, that was just that something was a, that they improv, like when doing other videos. That was a third. <laughs> like they just did it on the spot. Straight to Sony, straight to Microsoft. I mean, it, it seems silly listening this as a feature, but. You don't have to be all online all the time. There's no restrictions on used games. Like, it's basically what we have now. But, you know, consider- in light of what Microsoft has, it's like... Yeah, they, they kind of had to highlight that. They were like, hey, guess what? Yeah. You know that thing that Microsoft really, 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 really is... Really wants to do. Uh-huh. We ain't doing it. Yep. It- um, Screw you. And on top of that, they're $100 cheaper. Man, that's and that was one thing. I was I was really surprised by the price tag, the fact that they're keeping it, you know, that and, and PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Plus. It's fantastic, um, actually. The it's more actually, I the the more I look at PlayStation Plus, 
the more I think Joey may have made the wrong choice in not getting a PS3. Well, I mean, that was when I got my Xbox. The PlayStation Three was still six hundred dollars, and there wasn't yeah. and there wasn't many games on it. So I made the choice because I wanted to play Mass Effect. And that's really what it came down to. Um, but whatever, I don't really care. Um, I got an Xbox for Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> nuts and bolts. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I got, oh yeah, they they that. did kind of sneak in that um Xbox uh, that PlayStation Plus will will be required for to, to play online. But um, I, I think that's. But I mean, fair. Xbox Live is doing that anyway. I think it's pretty fair, all things considered. But your PlayStation Plus is worth getting anyways, because I mean, you're getting a bunch of free games when you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you okay. get all sorts of perks. Yeah, I don't even have PlayStation Plus right now, but for the time that I did have it, there were a lot of very good perks. You know, just at the moment, it, you know, wasn't really lucrative for me to have it because I wasn't really using my PlayStation as much. You know, but. The PlayStation Plus is actually uh, there. There are a lot of really interesting perks that. Yeah, that definitely aren't there on Xbox Live. Yeah, Xbox Live one of the, is doing about, the free game yeah. thing now, so but not oh, as yeah? much. Well, they they just started. I mean, you have to get, uh-huh. you have to let okay. them get into it. Okay, here's the thing that's always bugged. On your birthday, Microsoft gives you literally about a quarter's worth of points for your here's birthday. A <laughs> yeah, it's been all on one plate. How much does guess how much Sony gives you? How much? Ten bucks. See, that's Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Or Tactics. Or Xenogears, as a matter of fact. I have a hard time believing a quarter because I don't think you can have even have points for a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. But I, I believe that the amount of point that Microsoft gives you is very low. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, maybe it, an, maybe an avatar item's worth. Um. Yeah, but you know Xbox Live is going to start doing more of that stuff. But we'll we'll see if it's it's still required for like Netflix and all that, but which, which has always we, been dumb. But we need to move on to our last big. Well, well, we might f- pick up a between few Xbox products. One and PlayStation Four. Um, I'm definitely more interested in PlayStation Four at this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, me too. Yeah, it just it's you know to to start off with you know outside of the the games and the obvious you know really great advantages of being able to, you know, move your games around to wherever. And, you know, uh, one of the things that the PlayStation 4 has, or at least Sony has always done better than Microsoft, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, they've, you know, they've mostly done TVs for their, for the life of their company, is that it's just a better media center on top of all of that. You know, whenever it comes down to it, the times that I've had to use an Xbox to play a DVD, have been the most grueling times of my life. You know, getting my Xbox to, you know, which is really funny, getting my Xbox to interact with my computer is like performing brain surgery sometimes. Where, you know, with the PlayStation, it's really, really simple. So, you know, so on top of all of these, you know, fantastic things they're doing, the, the, it's already going to be a better media center than the Xbox One, and I don't even have to own either of them to tell you that. Yeah. So it's going to be, I think, at the end. Um, I, I really think, you know, I always try to pick out in the in the crowd of consoles of each generation which one is going to be the Dreamcast, and I think this time around the Xbox One is the Dreamcast. Mm. Um, yeah, one big difference between the two um, press conferences is. When Xbox, when Microsoft was talking about indie games, they brought out, you know, one cool-looking indie game and then Minecraft. But yeah. when 
But when Sony did it, they had an entire stage devoted to about like eight different indie games. Speaking of indie games coming to the PlayStation 4, uh, if you guys haven't played Don't Starve, Don't Starve is an incredible title. And it's really, that's going to play well on the PlayStation 4 as well. I can already tell just from playing it on the PC. Uh, it, it's a game that will transfer over to the PlayStation 4 very well. So All those games like might be on the Xbox as well, but it's just the mentality that Sony is, you know, giving to the like indie developers. Like it, it like PlayStation 4 just seems like a more gamer centric thing. Yeah, you know, it seems like it's there to actually play video games. You know, yeah. they've they've perfected pretty much everything. Well, you know, as close to perfection as you could possibly get. It's still, you know, I think what a lot of people, or at least what Microsoft forgot here too, is that it's supposed to be a video game console. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to use it for games. You're supposed to be able to, you know. I, I can't think of anybody who's going to, you know, be thrilled to turn on their Xbox to track their fantasy football league or, you know, any of those other things yeah. where, you know, Sony has come to us with something that really is geared towards games. Yeah. It's very uh, much a video game yeah. console. You know, even the Wii U can't say that in some respects. Which is weird because, like, if you had an Xbox One, you really not you're not really missing out on games per se but it's just the idea that somebody is like yeah we're not gonna worry about fancy football stats yeah you know it's i really think they're going to be the the winner this time around when it comes to the to the console war I re, i'm really interested i don't remember you know I, I feel kind of bad for not remembering when the release date is but i think when christmas comes around there's going to be a lot of kids who are going to be crying because i got an xbox one so <laughs> Okay, well, but moving on, I think we need to move on yeah. to our last to um to the real winner. Uh huh. Console for uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Nintendo, I think, is at this point by default the winner of everything. They Never. are at this point. They they could they could come out and just say, you know what, we're gonna make pick Mario Animal Crossing. You know, it's gonna be this amazing Pikmin Mario Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. You know, mashup where you have to murder all of your neighbors to survive. Oh, the weird thing about Nintendo is, it's like I, I stopped thinking them of as kind of a video game company. It's like they're like they're it's my Mario, Zelda, Smash Brothers machine. <laughs> and it's funny because that really is, you know, it, it's what they've become. And it's funny because I've heard people argue this, you know, but but what I was saying before is they could come out and tell us something crazy. You know, that all of your 3DSs have Anthrax in them. And they'd still be rolling in more money than, you know, Microsoft or Sony have ever even seen. But, you know, back to, uh, it, I think this is something that Nintendo has always done right. They've always, you know, where where even on the PlayStation, they've kind of eliminated their their trademark characters. Same with the Xbox. They, they tried to eliminate, you know, they're like, oh, this is the last Halo or, you know, in Sony's it's the last Metal Gear. You know, they, they really tried to, you know, take these iconic characters and, you know, say that yeah. their console can carry without them. Where Nintendo has never made it anything but clear that these are Nintendo characters and that you're not going to see a Nintendo system without these characters attached. So People they say they, they fall back on them too much. Um, but they have, the one particular series they have been kind of neglecting as of late. It would have to be the Metroid series. They've well, always neglected the Metroid they, but series. But they, but they haven't been though. They've had, they had two Wii games. 
This is true. They did have to. Plus an HD collection. I mean, let's be honest. They're not neglecting it. It's just, you know. But when you compare it to, you know, series like, even like, I mean, there's 10 Mario parties. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, if you compare it to their other properties, it is, it's kind of getting the back burner. But well, I mean, like, yeah, like Metroid isn't. Isn't up and up, up front and center, but I I guarantee that there's going to be a Metroid title for the Wii U. They just have to you know make one first. So yeah, complaining that there wasn't a Metroid title here is not a valid argument. Like because eventually there will be. I know. I'm just I'm just kind of sore about it. It's like one um, yeah. So but, they had Mario Kart Eight. Um, I'm gonna say Mario Kart Mario Kart Eight did look interesting. Mario Kart 8 looks fantastic, especially, I mean, it just, I, I see like the motion, Mario Kart I, series. I see some motion sickness coming up on Mario Kart 8 with that whole anti-grav thing. Oh, anti-gravity? Yeah. Driving driving up walls and ceilings. And, I'm just wondering how the hell they're going to do Rainbow Road this time around. Oh, what, What's your be- feeling on Nintendo just on dropping subtitles now? <laughs> Like screw you know, subtitles, or uh, I'm, yeah, subtitles. I'm not, I'm not, I don't miss them. Colons can go, you know, die in a fire for all I care. I'm, I don't mind numbers. We have a new Donkey Kong Country Returns sequel uh, called Tropical Freeze, which might be better because it doesn't have stupid roll controls. But Donkey Kong Country Returns was crazy with those things. I remember. I was trying to get a particular piece. I, I went out and bought a guide for this game because I just did not know what the hell I could possibly be doing wrong. And the thing actually told me to roll this way, jump, fall into this pit that was going to kill me within a second anyway, and then roll back the other way. And I was like, how do you expect me to do that? It can barely do the first roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, the shake to, to roll thing was, it, it broke the game for me. Like I didn't play uh-huh. because of that. Um, so like hopefully this is better in that regard. Um, but like I was saying before, uh, Rayman Origins felt more like a gon- like a uh, Donkey Kong Country game than DK and Returns. That is, like. and that is coming to the Wii U also. Yeah, well, it's coming to every. It, it was a Wii U only game. That they knew oh. we saw. But um, they decided to put it to everything, which is good if you ask me. Yeah, actually, Super Luigi. Okay, what? Actually, Ubisoft has said that until more Wii U sell, they're not doing Wii U exclusives. Yeah, no one should, to be completely honest. Yeah, it's kind of a scary Bayonetta thing. Bayonetta 2 should be on all the systems, but and I'm pretty sure, uh, and I almost guarantee that it will be in, in a couple years. But but the only reason there is a Bayonetta 2 is because, is, is Nintendo, because of Nintendo. Yeah, I know. They, they bailed out Platinum Games, so I'm not complaining too much oh. about it. Well, I mean, they, they did have Revengeance, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Um, Super Luigi U is kind of a, a add-on pack to Super to New Super Mario Brothers U, um, kind of like on harder levels. Like Luigi is the main character, so um, that's DLC, but also a standalone product if you want it to be. Um, Pikmin Three looks pretty. I mean, it looks like a good evolution of Pikmin. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh... I'm looking really looking forward to that. So I mean, I, I've always liked the Pikmin games. They've been oh, they're I'm, super zen. Yeah, that you you will lose time. You will lose days playing Pikmin. Uh, super Mario 3D World. Um, it's kind of like a sequel to 3D Land, but for the Wii U. You have a cat suit. Hey, Mal. 
That looks pretty damn fun. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That looked like fun. For all you heard of, of 3D Land, like it, it's good. Um, it doesn't get really good until the last like few worlds. So that that the Super Mario 3D, like the land and the world, interests me more than say the new Super Mario Brothers movie Wii U. Well, I mean they're two completely different games. So. Uh, Bayonetta 2, um, the first game is awesome. So hopefully 2 is good too. Looks beautiful. He has a new hairstyle. Short hair. And all right, I, all right. Okay, what? Jess, uh, well, I think we'll let you go for this one first. Yeah. Huh? Wind, Wind Waker HD. Oh, Wind Waker HD. Holy, oh my God. I can't even, you know, it's funny because it's not something I ever thought I wanted, but now that I know it's a thing, I definitely need it. It's, you know, the, the improvements they're making to the game, for example, you know, taking out the Tingle Tuner or replacing it with this bottle, it, it's really interesting. And then on top of that, they've done such a great job cleaning up the graphics and really, you know, keeping the feel of the GameCube game, which still looks fantastic. You know, they're, they're doing an amazing job taking care of this game, and so, I am so excited for it. So what I saw from the graphics, it, it seems less cel-shaded. Um, and that seemed to kind of defeat the purpose. It to me, it seems like while you know they're, they're doing the best they can to keep it cell shaded, because the advantage of doing that on the GameCube was that the GameCube wasn't capable of much in the first place. So you can keep it looking oh, incredibly simple. You know the uh, there some there, the game near the end of its life cycle, the GameCube did some really interesting. Yeah, the GameCube was I think more powerful than PlayStation Two. <laughs> It's very true, but I mean, compared to now, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I know. You know, it doesn't do much. I'm not saying that the. Listen, you know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying that, like the cell shaded look of Wind Waker, when you take out the cell shading, it seems to be like, you know, it, it looks different and not I as think, good. I think it really does look incredible. You know, especially again, they're they're applying an HD coat of paint to a cell shaded game, which. I think it's hard enough in the first place because how do you really HD that? Oh. Yeah, but they were making it does look a lot cleaner. It does look a lot, you know. It's which is funny because Wind Waker itself looked incredibly clean in the first place. Yeah. You know, the, so. thing, the thing is, the um, Wind Waker scales up by itself really well. So I'm not surprised that they could polish this and make it just look outstanding because it was already. It was already one of the most beautiful games. I, I think that's the big problem uh, here, you know, that at least, you know, with what I'm understanding from what Joey's saying, you know, it doesn't look cel-shaded anymore because really it had already gone up as far as it could as far as, you know, cel-shading and even just the graphics quality. It really was just one of the most incredible looking games on the GameCube. So, you know, for them to take it further... It's kind of it's funny because it does kind of remind me of their uh, their other title. Um, uh, Link Between yeah. Worlds. Yes, it does. That that's actually uh, really close. But the difference between the cleanup they did with Wind Waker HD and the, you know, I'm sorry, I really, I I am definitely gonna play a Link Between Worlds. I'm really interested in seeing what they do with it. But I think it's one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. You know, I think that they took a beautiful world from. You know, A Link to the Past was one of the most incredible looking Zelda worlds I've ever seen. You know, it was just, it was you could put beautiful, the, you could put, it was perfect. 
You can put a, you can take the world map, put it. I've seen this. People put the world map up on their walls as a poster. That's just because it's just that good. Yeah, you know, and it was beautiful. It was clean. It was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. And they just kind of applied this weird 3D coat of paint that, yeah, it, it's kind of like putting puff paint over something that didn't need puff, like putting puff paint on the Mona Lisa. You just did not need to do it. There's no need for it. And well, see, like, I look at a link between worlds and I see link to the past, but in 3D. So I, I'm, I'm not really getting your complaints with it. That's I mean, my thing, though. It was a world that was so beautiful in 2D that I really don't see why they couldn't have at the, you know, just taking it from 2D to 2.5 instead of taking it all the way 3D because they had beautiful landscapes to work with. I mean, like I said, this is, you know, even now, like I look back at, you know, Super NES games I played and A Link to the Past is easily one of the most beautiful ones. So it just really kind of felt weird and messy. You know, it didn't feel like they... Like where, where A Link to the Past was clean, you know, and, and I know I keep saying clean, but it really was. That's the only the only word to describe it was just this clean and crisp world, you know, at a time when clean and crisp worlds were, you know, a little hard to come by in the first place. And this absolutely perfect world and kind of, again, you know, they put puff paint on the Mona Lisa as far as I'm concerned, you know, but it, I'm still going to play it. And I'd still, you know, I, I'd love to be absolutely pleased with it because it does look really interesting. You know, and I think maybe, you know, I'm going through a case of, you know, Wind Waker-esque shock where I'm so used to seeing it one way that seeing it another way has, you know, thrown me for a loop and now I want to go burn down Nintendo's office. So. Okay. But um, we need, we've, well, got, we've got one more game. One more thing here. Um, they two had, more things. Two more things. One more thing. Two more things. Um, they had a Super Mario, uh, not Super Mario, um, Yoshi's um, New Island. That's which, what I'm iffy about, too. Which I looked awful. Yeah. I didn't like yeah. it at all. I don't know about that one. You know, I think this is yep. this era for their handheld games is kind of one where they're 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 messing with a lot of different styles and it's not always working out. I think they're trying to feel it out and see what they can do and what they can't do. And since Yoshi's pretty much a dumb character in the first place, you know. Yeah. Yoshi's Island. That's another that's another thing though. It's actually another world that I'm kind of agitated that they're messing with because Yoshi's Island was another incredible game. I mean, beautiful game. You know, when I think of, you know, older games, Yoshi's Island is one of the first ones I think of because it's just, it was such an awesome looking world. Well, this isn't Yoshi's Island. It's Yoshi, it's Yoshi's story. Like, it looks like Yoshi's yeah. story, made to look like Yoshi's Island, and the gameplay look, looks, it's, it's and the gameplay looks, um, and the gameplay looks really slow. And it, 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 it looks yeah. really, it looks really, it, I'm talking, Dustin. The gameplay looks really slow. It looks really spritey. Um, it, it doesn't look like Yoshi's Island. It no. looks like Kirby's Epic Yarn. Well, no, no, it looks like Yoshi's Story. Kirby's, Kirby's, Kirby's Epic Yarn doesn't have to look like you know other Kirby games because it's its own unique thing. Well, weren't they making a um a yarn Yoshi game? Did they announce that? I think so. I already play yarn games. I, you know, I latch hook, so I don't really need to to be bringing other, I don't need to be bringing actual video games into it. Okay. So. So, so yeah, like so like that didn't impress me at all. Like I have really no desire to play that one. Um, and they also announced a new Mario and Luigi game, which which is probably really good. Um, but it kind of had the same problem graphical wise. It just had really ugly sprites. Mm-hmm. Well, not ugly sprites, but it's just so obviously sprites. And, yeah. Uh, hey, 
did we go over Wonder Wonderful One Hundred One? No, but I don't know anything about it. So that game doesn't look very good. I don't. I don't really. It kind of. It's like they. It's like they put Pikmin in with my beautiful Joe. That's kind of neat. And yeah, and it's. I don't know. You know, I don't know how you feel about it. Okay, here's. Okay, here's how. Here's how it goes. You take. You have this group of. You have this group of heroes, and you literally use them all as a weapon. You. You draw like a sword. They form a sword, and one of the guys swings it. You form like a gun. You start shooting heroes at people. I mean, and really, why can't want? I just get a gun or a sword? I mean, that's that's what but I'm. But that's thinking. not. But the, that's not all you get. You get like a weight, which is like is like a, sh- a reflective shield. I mean, there's all kinds of things that they c- turn into. It looks absolutely fascinating to me, and I. And that, I can't wait to see it in action a bit more. And hey, it's a Wii U exclusive, so. <laughs> and and it's from Platinum Games. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's it was the. Wonder if that was kind of part of the Bayonetta thing. It's like, hey, Bayonetta two, but you gotta make us a Wii U game. <laughs> you don't. This is Project One Hundred P One Hundred that they announced. Oh, I don't know. I guess we all have guilty pleasures. You know, I'm excited about Disney Infinity, so. I can't be mad at you for being excited about Wonderful 101. Disney Infinity, yeah, they showed and they showed um Fantasia. Which, I don't um, know about that one. I, I that one I, I want to be excited about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my breath on it. They from, showed okay. From what I hear from like the podcast I listen to is that the uh, trailers doesn't do the game justice. Like the actual game itself is a uh, really Ducktales. Oh, Ducktales. Yeah, they Ooh. Ducktales is coming to the Wii U. Uh, they kind of ruined that with voice acting, for probably. <laughs> like, every time but you they, take a step, like, a cutscene plays. Bless but, me, bagpipes. But they get all the original voice actors back. They yeah, got, That is awesome. You know, that duck sounds old. <laughs> of course he does. Hey, what was the last Tales episode aired? Yeah. But he's in Kingdom Hearts. That's but, true. Let's see what else. Um, oh, okay. yeah. I knew Deus Ex. That they've, uh, a director's cut of Deus Ex Human Revolution. With maybe boss battles that don't suck. I think you you're the only one who cares about that, Dustin. Yeah, I mean Deus Ex is I, I you know no, no bought that game on sale and I'm still mad I got it. <laughs> me me too, kinda. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Steam sale. I'll pay three dollars for Deus Ex. Why not? Oh, I'm talking about Human Revolution. I haven't played the original. Oh no, I was playing Human Revolution and it was garbage. Yeah. There was a there's a woman at one point who's just she's. They're really, it's really, it's clearly supposed to be a woman, and she's like, help me, help me. I mean, she sounds like a dude. Oh, it, I, she really sounds like a dude. Just, you're making me sad. Sorry, Dustin, we're not fans of Human Revolution. You're two, two to one on this one, Dustin. She's going to have to take it. Um, okay, so let's talk about the most important news in E3. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, it's about time we got to this, because holy crap. E3 in the past five years. Since, oh, my God. Since... The reveal of Snake, there hasn't been a reveal this big. We Fit Trainers coming to Smash Brothers. Yes! The villagers coming to Smash Brothers. That psychotic little bastard. Well, of course, and the big news. The really the... big news. You know, and it's funny. Here, here, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys. Let, let me narrate this one. I really want this one because my moment was beautiful. But, but... I'm Dustin? Just, I, Dustin, what... what I, I did. I did. I did. I, 
I want this, Dustin. I want this a lot more than you do. Don't cross okay. this line, Dustin. Okay. Here we go. Everybody ready? Here we go. Yeah, okay. I was watching the Nintendo Direct. And I wasn't sure why I was watching it at this point because I just didn't see anything I was entirely happy with. Yeah, some of it seemed so cool, but some of it just didn't really do anything for me. Oh, wait, I just thought and they of were like, finally, yeah, and finally we have one last game to show you. And I start seeing, uh, I see the, the Animal Crossing screen come on, and here comes the villager opening up a letter, and I'm like, oh, oh, it's a new Smash Brothers game. I get it now. Okay. All right, that's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be, I'll happily buy another Smash Brothers game. I've enjoyed the last few. Trailer seems to have ended, and then a new challenger approaches. And I'm like, oh, great. Who's it going to be this time? Cue a mountain. Everyone looks up to this mountain, and I'm looking up to this mountain going, who could that possibly be? That Astro Boy? That's not Astro Boy. That's holy shit, I screamed in front of all of my coworkers. I found myself drenched in tears. <laughs> and a write-up. <laughs> it was worth it, though. It was so worth it. I've never been so excited to see it, Mega Man in a game in my entire life. Is, I, I, I was, I, 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 I had a, I had a bit of a moment when it happened. I, chills, uh, is it tears. Really, that surprising? It wasn't so much that it was surprising as it seemed so obvious that it would never happen. It, yeah. You know, it was something that I had, you know, I hadn't even really been into the Mega Man games when the first Smash Brothers came out, and it seemed like something that they would do. I was like, oh, is it going to be Mega Man? You know, and it's never, yeah, you know, they've never announced Mega Man. So I always assumed that maybe Nintendo, it kind of like how Disney missed a golden opportunity to have Utada Hikaru and Jesse McCartney sing, the, sing Sanctuary together. You know, they, I was like, maybe they're just too dumb to realize what they've got right in front of them. You know, maybe they just, you know, they're so blinded by all of their money that they could never care to put this character in there. So when I saw that Mega Man was there, I couldn't believe it. I was so excited that I actually started jumping up and down. I um no, I'm with you on this one. I was I was very, very, very happy to see the blue. My Man. heart was in my throat. I felt like I had a personal stake in this game. I was and like, then oh, the no. music started playing and I it's the perfect fit. It was so, you know, and the trailer was so well done, you know, and then to find out that he has all of the powers too. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Um, do you think? Do you think Sonic will be in it too? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. So, he's bottom tier. Who cares? I'm still really nervous about whether or not Falcon's going to be in it because I mean, he's a staple. You know, yeah. Oh, but, Falcon will be in there. But I'm gonna tell. I'm go This is my. I'm good. This is just. But this is going to be my guess. There's going to be a Namco character in this game. Since Namco Bandai is co-producing, co-producing, co-developing the game. But which one is it? It's probably going to be Mitsurugi. I mean, you know, no, they, they're pretty. I'm thinking Klonoa. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. And it just it, made me a lot more excited than I need to be. Yeah, um, you you, uh, you don't yeah. want to think about possible third-party characters because you're always going to be disappointed. When yeah, you got to admit. Some but you got to admit, 
It makes sense, doesn't it? It would make so much sense. You is, know that that little, is that that little a rabbit guy? Yes. The little rabbit guy. With the mo- it's either going to be Klonoa, which is my, which is my number one guess. Pac-Man. Eh. Eh. Or someone from the Tales series. If they put a Tales character in there, I know a lot of people who would have an absolute heart attack. But I also know a lot of people who would flip their shit because Tales fans are scary. Well, here, here's the yes. truth, though. Even more people won't know who they are. Yeah. So yeah. They're probably, That's probably yeah. why it's not going to be a, a Tales character. Then again, though, I mean, they did they did take a, a chance with Marth and Roy because I didn't know who the hell Marth was whenever I yeah. was playing. Differences, though, you know, it is a Nintendo franchise, so. Yeah, you know, but well, the Tales there are several Tales games on uh, Nintendo consoles that have done well on Nintendo consoles, but yeah, I get could, what you're saying. But I get yeah, the Tales of Symphonia games come to mind. So, yeah. I don't so see the, much of a chance there, though. So the official name of these two games are Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and for DS, a uh, 3DS. 4DS? Oh crap! <laughs> so 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 that just 3DS. flows off flows off the tongue. I yep. really hope they come up with better names. I, I they I said that's the name, so who knows? Oh. I don't care. I'm gonna buy it. They put Mega Man in it. You know what's really you know it really has me though because someone mentioned it and I I wasn't you know trying to get too ex- I didn't want to get too excited because I was you know, already pretty excited uh they were like you know they do a lot of clone characters what if they put proto man in there as well is it like a costume or no it's in like a, like another character kind of like how they have a clone of falcon for ganondorf i mean and you know it's not like it was... oh my god i wouldn't know what to do with myself i would not i would yeah, just thinking about it brought tears to my eyes yeah th- that would be pretty awesome he knows uh, for mega man um he doesn't change his ex- um expression because he's a robot so cute. Yeah. I love that. And they were talking about this in the developers direct that they they were harp they were they stuck to the NES Mega Man only. One through oh, yeah. six. Oh yeah, so, so uh, any powers Nintendo. That, yeah, so if any powers that appear are gonna be one through six. So of course they had Metal Blade, which almost overpower one of the most overpowered Mega Man game weapons in the GIS series. I think, though, we are kind of wandering away from the terrifying character of these three, and that is the villager. Yeah, the, the no, no, the Wii Fit Trainer's more terrifying. No, the Wii Fit Trainer looks like she, she you know she's going to kick your ass. The villager didn't just, uh, you know, join the battle. He came to town. He's here. He uh, He's suffocated Mario. Yeah, he, he, put a, he put a net over Mario's face and smiled about it. Yeah, um, this and he's... Not, have you seen like the video where he's like he like uh, Samus shoots like a full charge shot at yeah. and, and he just puts it in his pocket the and then he and then he gets to pull it out again and reuse it at you. He's insane. That character I think is going to be a new main for a lot of people, but in the meantime, it's just been the best thing on the internet. <laughs> um, I mean, Fit Trainer what was is a is a really weird but really good pick. Well. And the, the, Wii, the trailer for the Wii Fit Trainer was fantastic. I mean, that was one yeah. of the most entertaining Nintendo trailers I've seen in some time. Something someone pointed out, Link was, at least one version of Link was la- raised by a tree. So why in the hell can't he do a tree pose? <laughs> he 
He's a master swordsman, not a yoga master. Well, well this is um, this is a, a scoured sword link. Uh, so, so he's always dizzy because he lives in the clouds. But I didn't. So, uh, but he can't and, even and, run and, for long distances. I mean, really. Yeah, like what if you're sprinting and you only have, you can only sprint for two seconds and then your little lemon gauge runs out. That'd suck. That would really suck. Um, and, then, and you did notice that with the We Fit Trainer trailer that final smashes are still in. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna ruin friendships. Oh, I can't wait to see what Mega Man's. Is. Oh, actually, I pretty, I have a pretty good idea what Mega Man's is. If it's since they mentioned that they've gotten some of his moves from the Marvel vs. Capcom series, so you pretty much know what his final smash is going to be. Um, since um the Zelda game is a, a Skyward Sword, I guess um if Zelda makes a return, it's going to be that version of her, which is super cute. Yeah, uh, she's that, adorable. But if they take Sheik out of there, I'm not, I, you know what, though? I mean, it has, like, Sheik has to be in there. I mean, that's just part yeah. of the character. And if they redesign Sheik for that, oh, my gosh, I'm not even going to be able to stand it. But you know who I really would just love to see in these games? Bruce. I want to see Bruce in these games. Bruce oh, is on the loose. Oh I, was, I was saying, just replace Ganondorf with Bruce. I, I would, I would be okay with that. That would be amazing. That'd be, especially if your cha- attacks have a chance to fail. <laughs> that would be perfect. You know, and it just. And I guess his final smash would be the, the Grusinator. <laughs> the Grusinator. That would be beautiful. I, I don't really know if they would put him in though, but um, that would be. A good character because uh, Ganondorf, you know, wasn't part of the last Zelda game, so yeah, they can always put uh, the the villain. Oh. I can never pronounce his name, Girahim. Girahim, yeah, what about um, what, what about Impa? Impa would be awesome, yeah. Wait, old Impa, both. What about, <laughs> what about uh. Be down to, trans- to transform an old. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh? Well, they, what about if they go back to like Twilight Princess and bring back Medna? I, I don't think Medna would be a good character for the series. You know, she'd just be another Zelda clone, and she wouldn't even have an interesting transformation. Well, it's like, what if it's Medna riding Wolf Link? Mm, that I don't know. But I can't. But I can't do you think they're they're like, like you know Twilight Princess is is done? We're on we're on Skyward Sword now. I guess we're gonna. We're gonna yeah. But uh, I think another good, like, if they were going to bring a character in from the older games, I think they really could have, uh, they, they really could have some potential if they, you know, if they brought Toon Link back, they should bring Tetra in. I mean, Tetra would be a fantastic, you know, fantastic piece to add to that puzzle. Do you want, like, like the young Link slash Toon Link to come back? Uh, young Link I could always live without. You know, I liked him in, in Melee. It was awesome to have him in Melee. It was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll have two links, but now, you know, three or four of them is just kind of pushing, pushing it. it. Well, I mean, like, just, you know, just just have Link. Like, don't have Link clone. Yeah, I'll be okay with just one. Link. Even though I, I always I always prefer the clone characters. Like, I prefer Young Link. I prefer Ganondorf. I prefer Falco. And I, whatever the other one was, um, Luigi. You know, I've always liked them better. Although Luigi has become less of a clone. Yeah, Luigi's kind of on his own, on his own level now. Yeah. But you know, I can see what you mean because Young Link had a lot of uh, had a lot of advantages. The up speed was fantastic. I mean, it really worked out as far as gameplay goes. But I think at the end of it all, you know, 
three lengths is just not necessary. <laughs> yeah, and that's coming from someone hey, who and loves. And do you think? And do you think they'll bring back? Did they say that if these like uh like like uh, Lucas or any of them are in these? No, they haven't said, but I'm you know. Some things are are a, a staple. I think Ness is, you know, one of those consistent characters. Um, I think we're going to see the main roster back, definitely. But I think a lot of characters we saw last time we're not going to get again. You know, like Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Rob probably not. Um, <laughs> probably not Rob or Snake or. Yeah, like not Snake. Sonic, uh, Sonic maybe. You know, you never know. Um, I think Sonic's going to come back, and it's not even going to be a thing about it being a good character. You know, yeah. it's more to keep the Sonic. Well, Sonic was awful up. in Brawl. I hated him. Uh, uh, speaking of Sonic, did what y'all think about Wolf. Lost World? I mean, cut Wolf. We don't need Wolf. Uh, Lost World seemed pretty cool. I actually thought it looked out. You know, I just saw the gameplay for it, but yeah, you know, I I don't know. I have a hard time being excited about Sonic games because really, yeah, you know, at this point, the last really great perfect Sonic game with Sonic Adventure 2 and how many have they come out with since then? Um, I hate to disagree with you on that. Sonic Colors was pretty damn good. Sonic Colors was all, was pretty good, but I mean, it wasn't Sonic Adventure 2. You know, I, I can't, you know, whenever I think of Sonic games, I can't even remember Sonic Colors half the time. I can't, Sonic Adventure I can't, 2? I can't really, I'd, I'd like to try out Sonic Generations, but I don't have a Sonic Generations was pretty good, you know, but again, I, I think the last really good game, really, really just great Sonic game was Sonic Adventure 2. Yes, Generations was good, so Sonic Colors was good, but Sonic Adventure 2 was, I mean, the soundtrack, the gameplay, yeah, and then the, and then the GameCube port was fantastic, too. Look, you escaped from the city, which is the most iconic thing ever. Seriously, I mean, you know, the the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack is one of the best video game soundtracks, period, so yeah. it's kind of hard for any... Yeah, and that's saying something, because, you know, the Sonic soundtracks have generally always been really good. I mean, oh, yeah, the, Jackson worked on them at one point. I mean, you can't really... You, know, Sonic, you can never... He worked on a few tracks on Sonic 3, but they never... But they can't say it because he didn't... He just... Uh, it was more like a couple of ideas of his got passed through to the Psalm team. It, but it but is weird. It. I mean, you can't say the guy didn't touch it. No, no, he he, he had. Can't there was say an the guy didn't touch much. But once, oh, let it. It's been years. <laughs> I mean, just okay. But I think we've got. I think we've completely derailed now. <laughs> yeah, I think. We're, well, now we're done. I think we're ready to wrap this up. Um, so so which which games are you guys looking forward to in, in the next couple of years? Um, uh, honestly, I'm kind of looking forward, as I said, I'm looking forward to, um, the, I'm looking forward to Wind Waker HD because that looks gorgeous. I'm looking forward to One for 100 because that looks like a, that looks like it's going to be a blast, especially multiplayer. Um, let's see here. Pikmin 3 because, well, always pretty good, dang good. Pikmin, I've never not had fun with a Pikmin game. Even Pikmin 1 I enjoyed at the time. But, let's uh, see here. But, as I said... Okay, why don't we just say everything Nintendo showed, except the one thing we didn't mention. What was that? Which, the new Pokemon game. Oh, nice. well, yeah, it's been around for a while, though. Yeah, that's already been announced for a while, but hey. New, new type. Very type. About time. 
finally a Pokemon tied just for me. We... Yeah, but they're retconning old Pokemon into it. That's all right. You can find I... out new things about you find out new things about animals all the time. Why can't we find out new things about Pokemon? I, I, but the ones they're putting into the fairy type make sense. I'm I'm not like not... Claw Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> Some games for me, um, I can't help not be um, impressed, but not impressed. Uh, looking forward to Final Fantasy 15. Like, if anything, it's going to be interesting to play. So, looking forward to that. You know, Smash Brothers, obviously, big Nintendo fan. Oh, yeah. uh, Mirror's Edge, I'm interested to see what they do with new Mirror's Edge. Because the old one was just all right. But there, there's. um. There's a game from Supergiant called a Transistor, which is like the follow-up to Bastion. So I'm looking forward to what they do with that. Yeah, Supergiant's another one of those companies that I'm glad to see they're keeping on doing things because they're, they're they're pretty good. They make they, they know how to make a good game, even though this is what they're they're solving for. Like Jess said, Kingdom Hearts three. Like even though it's probably years away, like. I was really big fans of those first two games, so uh, it's, just, yeah, it's the same reason why like Nintendo nostalgia with the uh, Smash Brothers. It's just seeing these Disney and, and Final Fantasy things in Kingdom Hearts, and plus the story too. But I mean, it's just it's, it's just I've, all the all the nostalgia I've of those. More, I played a bit more Kingdom Hearts than you, and yeah, it, that appeal doesn't go away. Even though some of the spin-off games are kind of Kingdom Hearts 3 is really all. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, out of all of these, you know, everything's really exciting. Smash Brothers is incredible, and I can't wait to Listen, play it. I'm going to plant something in your brain, and it may disappoint you if it doesn't happen. In Kingdom Hearts 3, there's a world on Wreck-It Realm. I really want that to happen. And I, that, you know what? No. That's why Kingdom Hearts 3 is... Did you say no, Dustin? Because I, I will... No, 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 no. I'll end no. you. I'll I'm end going you. to. I'm. I'm going to. Dustin, you don't want to cross this mind. road. Dustin. Gargoyles. Damn. Damn, that's a good one. Yeah, Damn, they brought back gargoyles. No, because <laughs> see, then that ends up with weird fan art. You know, I don't want to go that route. You know, if people haven't already gone there. Oh, no, it's, if, it's, if, that, if they that, pull that, out that gargoyles, that will be like the ultimate, like, <laughs> Disney cartoon. Cartoon. No, you know, if, if, if they really want to ultimate, they're going to put it in Goof Troop. You know, we want to get some Goof Troop up in here. No, yeah, I, I, I want to replace the... Uh, Goofy's, Goofy's a character, so I don't know if they can do, like, Goof Troop. I think they could. They could do, at, le- at the very least, you know. I mean, if, if they were replaced all of Atlantica with the Powerline concert, I'd be all right. I would or be all like right. a Darkwing Duck. That would be cool. Yeah, but no, I, I that's my that's the one thing I've been wanting to see from a kingdom hearts game for a long time and I'm that'll fit really well with that with that i think um man gargoyles movie bring back that bring back that well, unfortunately greg wiseman is actually working over at uh working on the news uh star wars show star wars rebels so and it's not gonna and it's not anything gargoyles without greg wiseman wiseman was I wonder if that show still holds up. I haven't. I literally haven't seen it like since I was a kid. Gargoyles. Yeah. Badass. Still badass. Yeah. yeah I still mean. Holds up. Yeah. Yeah. As long as Jonathan Frakes hold up, holds up, I think that show's gonna hold up. 
But yeah, yeah, he, what's he doing Frakes. now? Nothing. Jonathan Frakes just standing there being handsome. That's all. John, Jonathan Frakes. He mainly does direction on like TV shows. That's mm-hmm. what. Yeah, I mean, they could probably get most of the main cast there. It's like, are you kidding? It, it'd be like, it, it's not like they're doing. It's like not like any of them are doing anything Star Trek. Exactly. So well, I mean, well, they can't. They're like old and fat. Not Jonathan Frakes. What's funny is how Jonathan Frakes still looks awesome, and he's super old. And like, I've seen him so, in same thing with same thing with Patrick Stewart. Oh, Patrick Stewart's Patrick like Stewart's a saint. Yeah. That man is just, he's a god among men is what he is. <laughs> but now we're really derailing. And you know what? Yeah, we're talking about Star Trek, I, yeah. I am done here. Yep, I'm going to give out, for me. I'm going to give out our email and my Twitter account, even though no one seems to use them. Um, but hey, you never know. You can reach us at josephelfrog at gmail.com. You can reach me at, at joseph underscore elfrog at Twitter. Um, Dustin, you have a Twitter? Yeah, um, which, when, if I ever get one of those cellular phone type things, you know, with, that are the smart ones, you know, I might use it a bit more. But it's at, it's, uh, at Dust underscore Watts, and I'm also on the, also on the Facebook. You want to plug and, yourself, Jess? Uh, you can just find me as uh, PikaZooey on Twitter. That's PikaZooey. As in the Pokemon and the Breagle. <laughs> the and, ultimate mashup. Uh-huh. I mean, can you think of something more deadly than a Pikazooey? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Shoots, that shit will shoots, turn into a shoots, uh, lightning bolt with Shoots lightning bolt eggs. Oh, my God. You know how painful that is? But, yeah, you can find me at Pikazooey on Twitter. And if you want to yell at me, please, I'll yell right back. And you can um, find Tuneworks at, at the Tuneworks and... Uh, Slash works on Facebook. Do y'all have a Tumblr yet? We do, but we don't use it. I do. I use mine all the time, but there ain't anything interesting on it. I mean, if you guys <laughs> want to look at pictures of kittens and video games, then... Hey, that's what Tumblr's for. Yeah, it is. And uh, Doctor least, Who... Cats and pumpkins. And uh, Doctor Who gifts. <laughs> with, uh... You ain't gonna find any Doctor Who on my damn Tumblr, so if you don't like Doctor Who, please feel free to follow me at catsandpumpkins at tumblr.com. I like Doctor Who, though. Dustin... Stop it. No, I will not. Dustin. I will not. Hey, I, I actually like Doctor Who a bunch. Too. So, so, yeah, you're, you know you're outnumbered here. No. Okay, yeah, it is two to one. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's a recent convert, though, so. Um, all the two worst guys are. Like, a few months ago, we all say, you know what? We're going to watch Doctor Who, and guess what? We watched the heck out of it. I watched you know Dude, okay, I'm, so okay, we're we're done. We're done. We're done. We're yeah, we're done. Last thing. What? 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 Dustin, what could you possibly have to add to this? I swear to God, on my third birth, on the videotape that has my third birthday on it, is also an episode of Doctor Who recorded on it. That's how. That's how far back. That would have been better. That would have been better if you said that an episode of Doctor Who got recorded over the tape of your third birthday. No, it's on the same tape. So you can relive your third birthday and then watch Doctor Who. What was what, what like the eighth Doctor, whatever. No, it was. Fourth. <laughs> it was fourth. It was the fourth Doctor. And Wait, wasn't the fourth Doctor in the seventies? I'm leaving. Yeah, okay, it's, we're it's done. It's on PBS. Hey, who guys? Good night. It, okay. So, yeah. Well, that was the most it. awkward ending ever. <laughs>